today is day number 19 of 40 days for life and we've talked about this a little before but it's just very critical to know and remember the racist and eugenicist motives behind Planned Parenthood and their founder Margaret Sanger. Uh, so today there's actually uh, some audio from a clip from CBN News. It's about three minutes long called Exposing Margaret Sanger, the Racist Roots of Planned Parenthood. And this features Dr. Elvita King, who is the niece of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, as well as some audio from Margaret Sanger herself from some old footage. So let's just jump right in and take a listen. Planned Parenthood hails founder Margaret Sanger as a champion of civil rights. But one thing they don't talk about is the racism behind her fight to legalize abortion. A group of African-American leaders want to focus attention on her ideology and how it affected black birth rates. Abigail Robertson has more on this story. Margaret Sanger strived for a society that limited births to only those she deemed fit to have children. Well, I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world that have disease from their parents, that have no chance in the world to be a human being, practically. Delinquents, prisoners, all sorts of things just mock when they're born. That, to me, is the greatest sin. Many pro-choice advocates see her as a hero, but critics call her a racist eugenics promoter who targeted black communities with her Planned Parenthood clinics. Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, once said, colored people are like weeds, they need to be exterminated. People don't understand that 79% of Planned Parenthood clinics are located in minority communities, and that minority communities... Um, shoulder a disproportionate amount of abortion. Dr. King says while African Americans make up only 13% of the U.S. population, over 30% of aborted babies are from black mothers. Under the veil of secrecy and deception, 60 plus million babies have not been born because they were aborted legally since 73. One third of that population belong to the African-American community. Planned Parenthood recently celebrated its 100th anniversary, prompting pro-life leaders to unite under the banner 100 No More to educate the public on the harmful impact Planned Parenthood has had on the African-American community. 100 No More hope rallies like this one in Washington spread across the country to enlighten people about Sanger and her tragic legacy. I have a real serious concern about, about the number of abortions that's taking place in the minority community, particularly the black community, and that uh, I see this as a form of genocide, that is something we need to take a serious look at. Planned Parenthood receives around $500 million each year from taxpayers. 96% of the time, if a pregnant woman walks into their clinic, that she will have an abortion. Pro-life advocates want Congress to move that money to women's clinics that do not perform abortions. They outnumber already around the country Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood clinics 20 to 1. They truly help poor women. They truly care for the least of these, but they don't do abortions. Reporting from Washington, Abigail Robertson, CBN News. So there you have it. And I still, it's just crazy to me that so many people are unaware of this and refuse to acknowledge this when it's just so obvious and so blatant, especially when Planned Parenthood is continuing to live out this vision from their founder, even still to this day, by disproportionately targeting minority communities. And of course, that includes coming here to El Paso just two years ago. So, um, And these evil roots make it just that much more critical that we continue to be this bold and public witness for truth. 
And of course, today you have that opportunity every single time you go out and pray as a public witness on the sidewalk. So thank you for continuing to do that. And for today, our intention for day number 19 is that we pray for a renewal of our zeal to offer generous help to the unborn and to their families. Today's scripture comes from Matthew chapter 25, verses 36 through 41. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took along Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to feel sorrow and distress. Then he said to them, My soul is sorrowful even unto death. Remain here and keep watch with me. He advances a little and fell prostrate in prayer, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. When he returned to his disciples, he found them asleep. He said to Peter, So you could not keep watch with me for even one hour? Watch and pray that you may not undergo the test. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I always found it interesting that the Greek word for keeping watch is the word vigil. And so when we go to pray on the sidewalk, we are keeping vigil in response to this call from Christ to keep watch with him for at least one hour. The prepared reflection for today says, Even Jesus was afraid and needed the comfort of his closest friends. They could not have possibly known the fear that he was experiencing, even though Jesus told them over and over again that he would be handed over, would be severely beaten and killed. But they blew it off. After all, Jesus was constantly teaching in parables. So perhaps this was just another one of those parables. Even Jesus needed the comfort and consolation of loved ones, the human touch that God inscribed upon our beings. Jesus was fully divine, yet also fully human, in all ways except sin, of course. He found renewed strength when he prayed to his Heavenly Father. And so we should follow his example and seek strength from God the Father, and also consolation and comfort from our friends, especially when women drive by on their way into the Women's Reproductive Clinic and the Planned Parenthood abortion facilities in Santa Teresa and El Paso, and they see the prayer volunteers and advocates, but pretend not to see, or turn their heads away so they won't see. So for them we pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In your agony, Lord, you must have felt alone and afraid. Even your most beloved, Peter, James, and John, could not keep watch with you. Each day, Lord, Jesus, thousands of babies are killed, participants in your passion. Each day, Lord Jesus, the abandoned, elderly, and neglected, disabled, participate in your passion. Keep us awake, O Lord, that we might watch with you and accept the cup that God gives to us every moment of our lives. For you are Lord forever and ever. Amen. And thank you again for your sacrificial support of our mission, your daily prayers for our team, and your witness of hope and mercy. May God reward you and your family as always. And I look forward to seeing you on the sidewalk. God bless. 